spend a special moment with the children right now. So if you're online and want to move a little closer to your screen, and if you're out in the pews and want to come join me up here, we'll spread out a little bit and be happy to see your faces. That's so sweet. Come on up. Wow, what a good group we have this morning. Oh, your brother had a camp out. Okay. Oh, good, fun. Yay, This I think this may be the biggest crowd we've had in a long time. I'm so happy to see all of you. Hope you're going to come back for a trunk or treat later today. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell you all a pretend story, okay? Ready? Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Bart. And he was brand new at his school. And he went out on the playground for recess, and he saw a bunch of kids playing kickball. But poor Bart had a broken arm in a cast, and he couldn't play kickball with them. And so he sort of sat on the side and felt left out and felt kind of sad. But then there were two kids who came up to him, Oscar and Molly. And they said, hi, we're Oscar and Molly, what's your name? And he said, my name's Bart. And they said, why don't you come with us? We're watching a caterpillar eat a leaf and it's really cool to watch. And so Bart stood up and went with them and they became friends. There's a story today about a man named Bartimaeus. His name's a lot longer than that. But he was kind of left out. He was way over away from all the things that were happening. But Jesus saw him. And Jesus went out to get him and included him. And he was changed forever. So that reminds me that sometimes it's good to look around and see if there's somebody who's feeling left out. Maybe we can go and help them and be their friend. It feels really good when somebody includes you, doesn't it? Let's pray together. Gracious God, thank you so much for all of these wonderful children who are here today to worship you and to show their love for you. They set such a good example for us. Help us remember that you love everybody and you don't want anybody to be left out. So open our eyes to see everybody. And if there's someone feeling a little left out, help us go and welcome them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you all so much. You can, if you're three to five, you can go to Children's Church with Pastor Maggie, who's over there. And if if you're four, that's perfect. Go with Pastor Maggie. If you're, are you four? Well, you can go with Pastor Maggie too, to Children's Chapel. You're three, then you go with Pastor Maggie. You don't have to, no. You can go back and sit with parents if you want to. Okay, if you want to, you can go to Children's Church. If you're two, you should probably go back and sit with your parents. Your parents will know what to do. (laughs) Oh, that makes me so happy. What a joy to have all of those children and their enthusiasm and openness. It's very inspiring. So thank you to all of you parents who brought your children and uh, helped us to get to know them and worship with them this morning. And I just love the story of Bartimaeus. 
that Jeff read for us this morning. My prayer is that either through the words I offer today or in spite of the words I offer, that, that you experience a conversation with the living Christ today through this story and through the experience of Bartimaeus. Most of the people there that day didn't see Bartimaeus or they didn't want to see Bartimaeus. The crowd was passing through following Jesus on his way out of Jericho and Bartimaeus was over on the side of the road. He was blind, he was poor, he was begging for money, begging for help. And maybe there were some who just didn't want to see his poverty, didn't want to see his need. Maybe it was just too raw for them, made them too uncomfortable. Or maybe they were just so used to seeing him there that, they, that he'd become invisible to them. And it didn't break their heart at all just to keep walking past Bartimaeus because he was there every day. You can't help him every day, right? But even though there were many in the crowd who didn't want to see Bartimaeus or couldn't see Bartimaeus, Mark, the gospel writer, wants us to see Bartimaeus. He tells us the story of Bartimaeus, and he actually seems to want to lift Bartimaeus up as an example of what true discipleship looks like. And so we're invited into this story to, to look through the eyes of Bartimaeus and experience this encounter with Jesus and to see what Bartimaeus has to teach us. Now, there's some things we know about Bartimaeus right from the beginning. His name means son of Timaeus. So at some point, he belonged to a family somewhere. He had a place where he was loved and he belonged, but that's not the case anymore. Whatever family he had, it seems, has abandoned him and left him to fend for himself on the side of the road. We know that he is blind, but he hasn't always been blind. He asks Jesus to let me see again. And at the end of the story, it says Bartimaeus regained his sight. So he, he was able to see at some point, but, but he lost his sight. And I wonder if, if knowing just this little bit about Bartimaeus, we can already identify with him. Maybe there are some among us who know what it's like to be abandoned by people to whom you used to belong, to be cast out of family, to be cast out of a circle of friends, or even not welcome anymore in a congregation. Maybe we know what that abandonment feels like. I imagine that most, if not all of us, know what it feels like to, to be blinded and confused and thrown into darkness. All of us have had some of that experience in this pandemic. The things that we thought we knew, things that we thought we could rely on are certainly suddenly taken away. And I've talked with many of you who have questions about, I don't know who, who I am anymore if I can't do my job the way I used to do it. Many who've even said, I'm not even sure who God is and where God is in the midst of all this. We know that disorientation and confusion some of us have been thrown into that experience through grief, a divorce, loss of a job, many different ways that we can be lost and feel abandoned. 
And so there we are with Bartimaeus on the side of the road. And what Bartimaeus does, when he hears that Jesus is walking by, he begins to shout and cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now the crowd tries to shush him. Not sure why, it's embarrassing, it's too raw, don't bother Jesus, he's too important, all the different reasons, but they want him to be quiet, go away, you're making us uncomfortable, we don't want to hear about it anymore. And Bartimaeus shouts out all the more loudly, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Even in this moment, Bartimaeus is teaching us If you know what it's like to be shushed, if you know what it's like to be on the margins and to be told to be quiet, we're tired of hearing about it, stop asking to be recognized. Bartimaeus has something to teach. Keep shouting. Shout all the more loudly. Trust not in the voices of the crowd, but in Jesus of Nazareth who knows your worth and trust and have faith that he will hear you and he will see you. Maybe Bartimaeus can teach others of us that we need to be more honest and open about our need for mercy. I sometimes am a little too polite and reserved in my faith as if God is too busy and I got, I got it pretty much under control But here Bartimaeus is, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Is that not a prayer that each and every one of us, if we allowed ourselves, could cry out? And so Bartimaeus teaches us how to pray. And his faith in Jesus is well-founded because Jesus stops and stands still. And then he tells the crowd, the ones who've been shushing Bartimaeus, call him here. Isn't that a beautiful teaching moment where Jesus makes them go and get Bartimaeus? And suddenly it seems their attitude has changed. They say, get up, take heart. He's calling you. And so Bartimaeus, notice what Bartimaeus does. He springs up. And he throws off his cloak and he goes running to Jesus. I wonder, when was the last time I sprang up to go into prayer? When was the last time I ran to worship? When was the last time I I sprinted with joy to go and, and serve in the name of Christ and love other people? But Bartimaeus is so moved by Jesus' invitation so excited by the trust that he's placed in Jesus, that Jesus has indeed seen him and invited him, that he springs up and he throws off the only possession he has. Now you remember two weeks ago, we met a wealthy man who Jesus invited to follow him. He said, go and sell all your possessions and follow me. And that man couldn't let go. He couldn't do it. But here we have Bartimaeus who has one cloak to his name. Maybe even the cloak he'd had on the ground to collect the coins people gave. Maybe he just threw all the coins and the cloak up in the air and ran to Jesus. 
And then Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Isn't it obvious, don't you think? I mean, isn't it pretty clear that someone like Bartimaeus wants to have his sight? But Jesus asks the question. Maybe it's important for Bartimaeus to to ask it, to put it into words himself. Or, Or maybe there's a deeper need that other people don't see, but that Bartimaeus and Jesus see. I don't know, but it just reminds me the truth of something someone said this week. Jesus isn't so much the answer as Jesus is the question. Jesus is always responding to people with the question. What is it that you want me to do for you? Can we let Bartimaeus invite us into that conversation? Can we put ourselves in Bartimaeus' place and, and see Jesus looking upon us with a gaze of love and asking, what do you want me to do for you? I don't give homework, but if I could offer that as a prayer homework this week, spend some time with Jesus and that question and see what happens. Bartimaeus knows what he wants. My teacher, let me see again. And Jesus says, your faith has made you well. Let me see again. What if that too were our prayer? Let me see. Let me see you face to face, Jesus. Let me see you, O Christ, in my neighbor Let me see you in my enemy and in my opponents. Let me see the truth about the world. Let me see the injustices and the suffering of the world. Let me see myself as you see me. Open my eyes and let me see. Jesus says your faith has made you well. The power of Jesus' healing and the opening of Bartimaeus' heart to allow it he immediately regains his sight. And what does he do? He doesn't say, thanks, Jesus, and run back home to the life he had before. No, he praises God and then follows Jesus on the way. He takes a new road, a new path, following Jesus, a road that we'll find out in the very next chapter goes to Jerusalem and to the cross, and to the empty tomb. Bartimaeus shows us what the response of a disciple looks like when you encounter Jesus face to face. There's an invitation to all of us this day to follow Jesus on the way. And if we do that, if we become one of those followers walking the road with Jesus, it won't be long before we have an opportunity to see someone else and say, take heart, he's calling you.